spanked our butts and sent us home in humiliation. I was scared. We're off to a good start. And are they? do they have gloves on? This is discrimination. <laughs> you want me to make a hygiene roll? That would actually be a good thing. You wouldn't gotcha. have any reason to suspect unless you had the darkness in your own heart. That'd be a lot more fun. For who? Um, what was that sound? <laughs> See if it'll even work. Let me get my pen and papers. No, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's go ahead. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us onto the library. This is our Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast set in a homebrew universe that was built by our very own keeper. If you enjoy what we are doing here and would like to support us, we would certainly appreciate that. Uh, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can go to patreon.com slash under the library. Or you can go to Drive Through RPG and search for The Snake's Oil, a module written by that aforementioned keeper. Set in season one of this here show with PCs and NPCs from that section. And I would be remiss if I forgot to mention our other podcast. If you play or GM any tabletop role-playing game, Call of Cthulhu, D&D, Savage Worlds, Blades of the Dark, Fiasco, any of those things. There's hundreds of them. Um, and you would like to add a little more RP to your G. Head over to your favorite podcast provider and search for Up Your RPG. That's Up Your RPG wherever you get your podcasts. With that out of the way, let's get to a show because it's going to be a good one. My name's Arthur. I am playing Franny. I am joined by a full cast tonight. Rick is Sam, Scott's Cully, Emily's Joe, Chris is Boone, and Wayne is, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go listen to that first, Richard's corpse, or sorry, Rutherford's corpse, dead Rutherford, Rutherford's ghost, and as always, our keeper is Michael, Michael shows all yours. Hey, thanks for joining us under the library. Sometimes under the library, things get a little violent and even a little gory, featuring themes of bad dice rolls as well as violence. Yes. Um, so if you ever got a pet thinking about how it would look taxidermied, you're probably in the right spot. And with that, we're going to go to Emily for last episode's recap. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Sorry, the content warning threw me a little bit. Wait, is that what you wanted to see my reaction about? Yep, that's the one. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. So last week, as we began, Joe and Cully and Sam had arrived at the house in Abiquiu. So Joe and Cully entered the kitchen and found a very drunk Boone who talked freely about exploding heads and poor Cully. Mm. Joe earmuffed him, but he still heard and he feels very angry, not only at Boone for drinking when he had been sober for so long, but also the insensitivity and as he stormed away and Joe followed, they ran into Carly and her daughter and Rutherford in the hallway. Rutherford and Cully compared notes on experiences with Richard, his secrecy and 
strange behaviors, and Kali is relieved to know that Richard did not lie to him. There were just things that he hadn't yet shared. So Joe urges Rutherford to help Franny, but in this moment he has another head pain. And uh, as Franny is trying to, in turn, instead examine Rutherford and his head, his eye bursts into her face. He jumps, trips, and rips her stitches open. And uh, Joe and, I don't know what this says. Joe, Franny, and Cully to Rutherford, who urges Cully to get Franny to the bathroom and wash off the goo. I guess that's what it says. That's pretty much it. And uh, Cully holds the wound as Franny collapses and Joe tries to clean her face with the towel. At this point, at Rutherford's request, Boone leads him into the garage where they see Sam, who had returned to the garage for his shotgun. Sam wants to bandage Rutherford's eye, but he won't let him because of fear of infection. And he just wants the truck moved because Rutherford's plan is self-sacrifice. He wants to dispose of the bodies in the car and take the blame for everything because he feels that he does not have much time left. At this point, Sam offers to put him out of his misery, but Rutherford declines. He takes a few moments with the wooden box, but has another horrible head pain, which clouds his thoughts. And then he drives erratically out of town, attracting the sirens of the local police. It is Mulvaney. Mulvaney leans in the window to talk to Rutherford, whose head explodes. Back at the house, Sam walks into a disaster in the kitchen, but the dishes are very clean. Joe, Collie, and Sam decide that Florence has to go to a doctor, and Joe knows a doctor in the town because she used to live there. She gives detailed directions to Sam and wants to go along, but Sam insists that for the safety of the kids, Joe and Collie need to stay behind. Joe acquiesces, and Sam begins to drive towards the doctor, but then changes his course and heads out of town, arrives at that same Barbasol billboard that multiple members of the party have stopped at in the past. He tells Franny he needs to change a tire, but she is unresponsive. Oh, that's the end. That's me. That, that's that's uh, all I've got. Okay. I think we were all just reliving those last few moments and yeah. lost track. Oh, maybe you were to... waiting for me to quote Chris, who said, why are your characters always liars? <laughs> all right. And uh, on that note, <clears throat> though we won't get an explanation of that, maybe, uh, let's pick up. Sam, take it away. Well, thank you. So uh, I got so as uh, Sam gets up and out of the truck, he goes around to the truck bed and he flips open the uh, burlap and he uh, sees if Fanny's awake or not. Says Franny. Sam, I, I know what you're doing and we need to talk. 
I, I don't know how much time I have left. I've lost a lot of blood. You want to talk I, here or you want to talk uh, out of the truck? I don't think, I'm not sure I can move. Uh, I'll pick, I can pick Sam, you up. Sam, I, I know what you're doing and I, I can't let you do it. I, I don't know what you've been through, uh, but this, I think you're right in bringing me out here. I don't think I'm going to make it and I don't want to contaminate anyone else. But I, I can't let you do this. I, I need you to leave your firearm with me and I need you to leave me here. And when you go back, I, I have something here. Um, and Franny reaches in uh, sort of under her shirt and um, on the other side, not on the shot side, pulls out an envelope. Um, it's a sealed envelope and it looks kind of thick. Like it's not just a sheet of paper. Um, and it's sort of, as she's holding it, it sort of sags on one side and she hands it to you. Do you take it? Tim pauses for a moment and looks at you. Reaches his hand out and grabs the package. Okay. The letter. Um, so it's clearly a letter, um, <clears throat> but there's something heavy inside the envelope as well. And what's... Uh, What's this here, Franny? So, Sam, this is this is a letter for Joe, and, and I I need you to get this to her. It it will explain everything. Uh, it's going to give her some information that I have and she does not, uh, and I really need her to get this. It will also explain what's happening here. Uh, it, I, while we were driving, it's it, my handwriting's not great because I was bumping around quite a bit. Uh, but I did finish it, and I, I do tell Joe what I intend to do here, uh, and I need her to see that. There are also two keys in that envelope. One, I don't know what it's for, but we found it in Richard's house. I don't know if you are privy to that information, but we found it in mm -hmm. a secret hiding place in Richard's house, and I need for Joe to get that. The other key is to my apartment back in town. And I need for Joe to get there. There's information there that I have found in my search to find information about my great-great-uncle. And I think it will help Joe moving forward. I was planning to tell her and to bring her into this. Uh, but I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. So I need for you to get this, this envelope to her. I think it will help in your relationship with her. And at the same time, I, I don't know what you plan to do, but anything you can do to help those kids, they will probably never become close to you. They may never trust you, but I, I think that there are things that you can do to help them, whether from afar or close, that's up to you. Um, but but those, those kids do not deserve what, what has happened to them. And whatever you can do to help them, I would appreciate it. Now, Defrana, what, that's what, a... whatever happens, I, I, I'm, I'm, feel, I'm feeling a little dizzy here. I, I need to tell you two more things. Oh, okay. I, I know that you're not gonna, you're not gonna want to leave your firearm with me. I, I get that, and I, I understand what you said about me not taking your rifle. I know you're a military man, whatever, but I, I need you to not come back here for at least 24 hours. Whatever is inside me needs to die before anyone finds me. 
So come back if you want to get your gun, if you want to do whatever you need to do after that, but do not come back here right away. It will be dangerous for you. And the other thing is, I need you to drag me far enough away from where we are now that no one's going to see me. Will you do that, Sam? It's going to be the hottest mission I think uh, I've had, but I'll I'll do this. It's not without protest, uh, but it's uh, with recognition that this takes uh, a mighty amount of gumption and uh, honor. Uh, to do what you're proposing to do here, friend. Uh, you've uh, much stronger will than most, and uh, I respect it. Uh, thank you. I know you and I have not seen eye to eye, and I, I appreciate you giving me this. And with that, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll kind of motion, uh, see if you need a hand out of the truck, and uh, may, I, may, I, may I lift you out? All right, so... Uh- uh, just just lay that burlap there, and I'll, I'll just try to fall on it. Um, and I just sort of you know scoot down and you know try to fall on the on the burlap so that he can drag that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll help you down a little okay. bit so you're not just yeah, flopping down. <laughs> yeah, appreciate yeah, that. A little awkward, and uh, and I'll 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 put the bed of the truck up, <clears throat> and then I'll start dragging you out. Uh, and we'll say we go maybe a hundred feet. Uh, if there's any large bushes keeper um or large vegetation out there but whatever is sort of the most indistinct and uh, most uh covered uh i think i'd aim for that uh as a, as a path there's a there's a large uh, it's it's desert but there's a, a large kind of rock outcropping that you could uh lean her up against that would be mostly protected from the roadway yeah so i, I would do that and i try and angle you where if it's angled, if the rock face is facing north, say, and the road's to the south, so that, you know, any sounds or views are sort of obscured and uh, prop you up there. And uh, you still got the burlap. Uh, and I would take over my handgun okay. and I would uh, uh, put a put a bullet in the chamber. I would lock it up mm-hmm. and I would uh, turn it around and I would hand you the butt of the, the gun. Um, thank you. Do you take, do you take it? Yeah, I'll take it. Thank, thank and you. As you're, and you're taking it. I don't let go right away. Okay. I say, I say, <laughs> <laughs> say Franny, uh, is there anything you want me to say uh, to add to Boone or to color or to, uh, to anyone, you know, in town? Just just have Joe read the last part of the note, and that will explain everything. And anything you want me to take, uh, any mementos other than this letter? Just those, those two keys. Those need to get to Joe. Very well. And uh, Sam will take his, uh, his uh, dog tags, and he'll take off his actual dog tags, but leave the chain uh, with uh, Franny. And say, I don't have much more that would be uh, of significance on my hand, but uh, uh, you're uh, you're braver than anyone I fought with. And I'll, I'll hand that over to you. And uh, I'll kind of stand up and give you one little look. And then I'll start walking back over to uh, 
to the truck. And on my way, I'm going to make sure I sort of um, dust the the trail a little bit so that it's not so just a dragged path, if that makes yeah. sense, Keeper. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll hop into the truck and uh, make sure all the footprints and whatnot are gone. And then I'll take a visual cue of sort of where we are and sort of make a mental note. I walked 100 feet this way, what have you. There's the rock, just so I have that mental impression. And um, I'll, I'll yell out the window, good luck. And uh, I'll start the car and I'll start I'll start driving off. And as I'm driving off, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sort of clutching down on my teeth. Uh, I don't really want to leave in this way, but uh, uh, trying to trying to respect her wishes. And as you're driving off, you hear a gunshot. And I then I grab this sort of steering wheel a little tighter, and uh, and I, I tear up a little bit. Sam's kind of used to uh, war and to some pretty traumatic events, and he's getting a little bit of flashbacks um, to some of his friends. And he uh, he sort of just 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 keeps on going, um, gripping that steering wheel just a little bit tighter. And heads back to the house. Okay. Um, uh, Franny, just give me a stealth roll with that. Okay. Great. And Franny with another roll. Yeah. No. <laughs> One last roll for Franny to fail. I just mainly uh, need. Oh, the... yeah, that's actually pretty good. Let me. Let me. Oh, oh, I didn't think I was going to have to roll, so I didn't even open my character sheet. All right, and Sam, uh, you're headed back to the house. I am, and just like I went on my way there, I would make a note to see if anybody before I pulled out, right? Was anybody else on the road? Yeah, make sure yeah. it was clear, and and that you know what I mean. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's cut over to the house for a second because we've got uh, Cully, Boone, and Joe there. <laughs> what's the What's the conversation transpiring? Uh, real quick. Um, yeah. I am going to burn all of the rest of. I only needed one. <laughs> but I'm going to burn the rest to make it an extreme success. Okay. All right. Perfect. Okay. Uh, cut over to the house for Chris, just a muted. second. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not in the house. Uh, don't know if you remember. I stepped out. Yeah. Okay. I'm out there sweeping. I just don't want to cause Kali any more dress. Okay. All right. Um, then unless anybody feels anything pertinent before Sam arrives, then I'll just cut to Sam's arrival at the house. Unless anybody, uh, Cully, Joe, do y'all need any conversation before uh, Sam returns? Conceivably, some time would pass here. So just want to give you all the opportunity. Um, I mean, in that time, I probably would have tried to clean up, talked to... Oh my gosh, what's her name? Carly. Carly. Talk to Carly a little more. And we don't have to play that out in game. Okay. But just to engage with her and to try to, because until, you know, until we know how Franny's doing at the doctor. Yeah. And so, uh, and your conversation with Carly would like reinforce what we've seen earlier in the scenario, right? She's very caring, um, mm -hmm. especially with you. Um and and she has her daughter, so um, or presumably her daughter. Um, did, so did her daughter have a name? 
Uh, yeah. I don't know if I ever got that. The big binder of Keeperage. It's Stephanie. Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. So, and really Thanks. quickly, so Boone, you're you've been outside the whole time, right? Uh, yeah. After you expressed yeah. your disappointment in me, I was just so crushed that I, I didn't want to be in the same space, so I went out okay. and I'm keeping so my. After some time transpires, I'm going to, Cully's going to head outside and look for you. Uh, right on the front porch. Okay. And he's going to sort of keep his distance, his head's down. He's, um, you know, he's sort of not quite looking at you, but you can sort of get a sense if you're looking at him that he wants to. And mm -hmm. he's just going to sort of say half to the ground, half to you, like, Boone, I, I know you're you're a good person and I know you slipped and I know you can stop drinking and I'm sorry if I was so mean to you. It just and you're gonna see that there's some tears in his eyes and you're gonna he's he's gonna say, I, I know that that it's hard to stop drinking and I know you can do it. Well, um, this this ain't on you, Kelly. This is I'm the one that slipped up and I don't know that I, I don't know that I can stop. It's, it's today. I don't know what tomorrow holds. Yeah. It's one day at a time. I don't know yeah. that I, I don't know that I can be much use anymore. I might have to, I, I think, I think both most... you, both you kids are great, but I may have to hit the road again until until I find out whether I can get my head together again. Uh, I want to know you kids will choice. be, I want to know first you kids will be safe. We'll be safe. We'll make sure we're safe. I'll talk to Joe. I'll let everybody know if you're not going to come in, I'll let him know that you are going to take care of the most important thing here. Um, and you got to take care of yourself and you got to, you know, you were telling us about how you like being, someone who didn't drink anymore and everybody makes mistakes and I've seen it. And I know that you can be the person that stops drinking. And if it takes leaving to do it, that's okay. You're not doing anything to us. You're doing it for yourself. And that's really a good We I want you to be okay. Cause you're a really good person. Well, you're a good kid. I can tell you're going to grow up to be a better man. And here, I want you to take this. And he fishes into his pocket. Uh, and he's got a uh, a stone that's highly polished, uh, and it has a uh, a symbol on it. And he, I says, uh, "You hold on to this, and uh, I, I, and I think it might come in handy in the near future. There might be a fella you run into. There's a couple of fellas in the future. You, sh sorry, I'm still a little, mm. you know, my head's not quite together. You show them this." And uh, you might find a stranger that'll help you some. Okay. So you hold, and he closes your fingers around it, and he goes, uh, "I hope to see you both again someday." And I, I'm, I, I hope that I will. Me too. And, and then he just he doesn't and like goodbyes, and he just, just starts. Before you can go, though, he's coming up and he's giving you a hug. Oh, okay. He's coming up. He's going. He's going to say it's okay, Boone. Well, I hug you back. Give you a big. Hobo hug, big old hobo hug. And then I don't make eye contact. I just 
start walking in the in the opposite direction that I think uh, Sam went because I don't want him to, you know, offer to pick me pick me up and kill and kill me. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> so is the opposite direction that he thinks Sam went actually the way that see, Sam went? See, I don't. I think he started. He started going. That's what I'm asking to keep. Yeah, it. but oh. he he did. He drove. Uh, uh, Boone would be walking back. away from town. Sam mm-hmm. didn't double back because Sam drove into town towards the doctor's office, but he just drove through town mm. back oh, towards no. the bell, the billboard. So, okay. um, got it. Yeah. Boone's headed basically straight out of town um, yeah. where he'll probably end up. I mean, realistically, he would, he would hitch a ride and which would take him back through town uh, idea, you know, like, Heading for the train station. Right. There's not a lot in the direction that Boone's headed at the moment, except an exploded Rutherford. Um, So Boone's headed out of town and um, we'll say enough times pass that, you know, Boone's at least put a mile or two behind him when uh, Sam, you return and pull up to the house uh, as you pull up, um, just a reminder that the car's in the garage, right? We have the the government car in the garage. Wait, I thought you I thought do? Rutherford took the government. No, car. Oh, Rutherford no, that's took right. that. Wow, thanks for helping the keeper out. I appreciate it. it, y'all. We're here for you. Um, all right, so there's not a car in the garage. So anyway, uh, is there a do- well, wait? Is there a doodlebug in the garage? Does no. Does Boone take the doodlebug? No, the doodlebug no. didn't the make doodlebug it here. The doodlebug got left behind. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. No car. There are no so cars. I'll, so Sam right. will back in just like he did prior. Okay. And uh, before he gets out of the car, he'll just sort of look in the rearview mirror and uh, you know wipe any any you know make sure he's he's presentable. Uh, doesn't want to show any appearance that he was uh, shedding a tear or two. And uh, I got the letter in my pocket. And. Uh, I'll uh I'll walk on in, uh, walk out of the car, close the doors. I head up to the porch. Is anybody there, Cully? Are you inside? Or are you 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 still outside? I'm just sitting on the porch. I've got a rock in my hands, and I'm just sort of flipping it over, and I'm just sitting on the porch. And I say, uh, Cully, how how you how you doing? How you doing? Mm, Boone's gone. Oh uh, well, uh, into town? Is he getting supplies or? He he uh, he left. He had to go. He uh, he he fell off the wagon. He started drinking, and I think he just he needed to go get himself back together. And he was going to hit the road and see if he could. I don't know. Just keep from from drinking again. Uh, sometimes you need a little soul searching once in a while. I don't begrudge him that. Would have given him a ride to the train station, though. If he, uh, well, wherever, he wherever he was going, that makes yeah, sense. He, he's a man who lives on his feet. Uh, how are you doing there, son? Mm, I, I'm not okay. It's been too much. I've seen too many people go, and I don't think I can do this anymore. Do you have somewhere to go? No. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to well, talk to Joe. I'm just trying to get the courage up. Well, I'll put this out there. There's a lot of room on the farm. You're welcome to uh, 
stay with us at the Wagoneers. There's no pressure there, but you'll be uh, closed and fed and out of sight of uh, anyone you want to avoid and uh, just an option for you. You know, sort of pat you on the side, sort of on the shoulder and say, but I'll give you some time to think. Uh, I need to go in and talk with Joe. Okay. Uh, first out, thank you. Thank you for the offer. And I just got to think about it. And I'll sort of walk in after you, like you go in the door and I'll just sort of walk in quietly behind you. Sure. Uh, and I'll head in and Joe, what where, where are you doing or where, what do I see? Do I see you chatting with uh, the missus or? Probably trying to clean up. Not the dishes though, because they're spectacular. Not the dishes, the blood and gore. Yeah, which the... I would say Carly's probably <laughs> uh, trying to tend to the same, you know, with the yeah. occasional. Stephanie, you you stay back there now, honey. You stay back there. I I'm taking care of this. And are they? Do they have gloves on, or are they? Um... Wow, uh, you you want me to make a hygiene roll here? Let's no, I'm just. See. Yeah, I mean, are they clean? <laughs> I don't know why. Wow, here we go. Let's oh, just paint us no. all into a corner. Uh, <laughs> So with that, uh, they they do, as a matter of fact. Thank uh, God. <laughs> uh, Carly d- decided that, you know, they would use the, the dish gloves <laughs> yeah. to, to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah just but the, but of, the oh little girl is like uh, nibbling on finger pl- Is she finger painting with it? Yeah, is that what she's doing? Yeah. The, the little girl's in her bedroom. This is the, the <laughs> I'm, Carly I'm has making it hard on Sarah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Wow. Well, well, that's I'm you know lucky I rolled a twelve there. These good yeah. dice that Me Emily too. hasn't. Me hasn't too. That would have been dark. Think, Contaminated is the right think word. That here. if I touched the dice that saved my life, that would actually be a good thing. What was so, that sound? I don't know. So Sam, Sam looks at you with the gloves, and he says, "Now, now, now." Uh, now I think I think we learned between uh, Mr. Rutherford and Franny that this may be pretty contagious. So just uh, uh, oh, so you're in the room. You're talking to us now. I'm, I'm talking. No hello. To you. No like. Well, I see this and it catches me <laughs> off guard. So I'm just like, be careful now. I'm trying not to say Damn. it in any over did, over did over you way. Just Franny. How's Franny doing? What did the doctor say? Yeah, Sam. What the doctor say? I said, Joe, Joe, uh, come on. I, I, have to, I got to talk to you about what, the, what, what they said. Uh, come on and sit down in the, in the parlor, living room. I think we're cleaning the parlor. All right, whatever non-bloody That's area. where there was an eye explosion. You know what? This sounds like a kitchen table issue. Okay. Uh, let's uh, okay. head on over to the kitchen table. That's clean. Kitchen table sounds good. And I'll uh, I'll sit. I'll have you sit down. And uh, Are you there with me, Cully? Are you with us? Are you hanging out? Yeah, uh, I'm just sort know? of trailing behind. Um. And then when you guys sit down, I'll sit down sort of at the table next to Joe. And I'm having trouble, Joe, maintaining any eye contact with you for the moment. And uh, say, Joe, I I have to give you something that uh, Franny asked me to uh, impart and trust you with. Um, But why? She can give it to me when I see her tomorrow. uh, You'll just take the letter. I think you're going to you'll understand. She wanted you to have this and and I'll take it out of the paper. Paper out of my, my my overalls, and I'm sure I'm wearing overalls. And I'll and I'll put it down on the paper, uh, the the uh, table, and I'll just sort of slide it over, and I'll pause for a moment and look at you. 
and then I'll just remove my hand from the letter. Sam, what's wrong? Uh, Franny's pretty sick. Um, she wanted to make sure you, she wanted to express, uh, well, I'm not good at this. Uh, just, uh, I mean, I know she tore her stitches, but the other doctor fixed her. She and patched her up. And fix her too. She patched her up, but the, uh, the blood, uh, from Rutherford, uh, that got all over her, and with her open wounds, she she was worried she was going to get sicker. So you should you should just read read the letter, Joe. I please read the letter. Okay. At this point, Sam's sort of like looking down. He, his legs going a mile a minute. He's got one of those. Uh, he's got the Jimmy legs going, and he's just uh, he's clearly a little nervous. I think I might need some input from the keeper or from. So uh, when when you, it, you, do you open the, it's, so it's an envelope, a standard envelope. I, it's sealed I on one side. I open the envelope. Okay. So when yeah. you open it and when you hold it, you feel like there, there's something heavy inside. Um, it's not just mm -hmm. a letter. There's something else mm -hmm. in the envelope. Um, the first thing you see is it's, it's paper that's folded, you know, letter style, but written on the outside, there's a sort of, uh, you know, a hastily written short paragraph. Um, oh, then I haven't opened it yet. I'd like yeah, to keep a short paragraph. Exactly. Um, okay. So it says, um, Joe, I asked. Uh, just just to yep. clarify, are you, Joe, are you going to read this out loud? Because Cully's sitting there. Um, I, I say, I'm no. Okay. Not reading the paragraph on the outside out loud initially. Okay. I okay. will just look at it. And just then wanted to decide. know. Yep. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um. It says, Joe, I asked Sam not to take me to the doctor. I believe that I have whatever killed Richard, and I can't risk exposing anyone else. As for Sam, you do not have to like or even trust him, but he is a better man than I thought. Best of luck to you and Cully. That's all Franny. on the outside? That's just on the outside. Um, the inside is same handwriting, much neater. Um, it, it's a it's relatively lengthy, and I will actually write that for you before the next episode. Okay. But it is not pertinent to to what's happening right now. Okay. Um, do you look at what else is in there? Well, so as I I, I backtracked a little bit, I hadn't yep. opened it yet. Yeah. Because I realized there was a paragraph on the outside. Well, it's not on the outside of the envelope. It's on the outside of the folded sheet of paper. So when you lift oh. the flap of the envelope, you can see writing. So you'd, you would have to pull the, the sheet out okay. a little bit. Does okay. that make sense? It does. Okay. Yeah. So having pulled the sheet out of the envelope and read it silently, Kali, you're near me. You're beside me probably I'm at just the table. next to you. Yeah. I'm not looking okay. over your shoulder or anything though. Then I'm just going to lay that down on the table without saying anything and slide it over to Kali. Okay. And then while he's reading, I'm going to look in the envelope and see what gives it that weight. Okay. There are two keys in there. Mm -hmm. uh, one is just a key. It's the one that we found um, in Richard's house. Um, the other one is a standard key. It has a little um, like tag on it with an address. Okay. 
And I, and and as you're looking at those keys as I'm watching you pick them up, I, I'll sort of narrate what Franny had told me, not knowing if you knew what those keys were, right? Explain oh, good. Because mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't recognize the key from Richards just by seeing it. Yeah, I would say she, you know, she, Fran, Fran had told me one of these was from uh, individual Richard's house in some sort of uh, secret room, and the other is to her own home, which uh, she implored you to uh, visit. Uh, she said it would answer some questions. So I'm just going to turn and look at Kali. And uh, I think Kali, after reading that, like, if there was any color left in his face, it's gone. Um, and like just seeing that now Franny is gone um, and, you know, sort of looking at, at Sam and then looking at Fran- Joe, I'm just going to say, Joe, I, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, I can't stay here anymore. I uh, I have to go. Um, and I want you to come with me because I don't think you're going to be safe staying. And I lost Richard. And then I, I lost Rutherford. And now I lost Franny. And I can't lose you. And I can't stay and watch bad things happen to you again and again. So just for a moment, I'm going to put my hand on one of Kali's hands on the table and just turn and look at Sam and say, where's Franny? We, uh, she's, she, for your sake, Joe, she's, she's gone, Joe. Just please tell me what that means. Please tell me what's going on. She cared enough. I just don't want to wonder. She cared enough about the two of you in particular. um, And the trouble that's been going around. Um, She didn't want to see any more harm fall upon you two or those you know. And she made probably the hardest and most honorable decision someone can make. Um. Much like Richard, she uh, decided to uh, do what's best for everybody. And uh, um, and to, and to, well, I don't you know if you really. She's dead. She, she, she entered the Lord's gates a little early. Well, and that's this is nothing neither of you two need or want to should ever have to deal with. Um, and I told Cully this, Joe, and Stan, same goes for you. You're, you're welcome to stay with my family up at the farm, um, little Amos and uh, the missus. And um, you have a family should you want one. Uh, I hate to see all this tragedy befall uh, two without without any rhyme or reason. Um, and we're far enough away where you, you won't have to hide from anybody if you don't, if you don't, if you want to avoid the eyes of the locals. But I feel a little implored at this point, given all this self-sacrifice of uh, 
people. I knew them briefly. It seemed like honorable individuals. That there's enough uh, evil or uh, foul plans or contemptuous uh, individuals uh, that I need to sort some of this out. Uh, I don't know if they've uh, infiltrated or contaminated or ruined our beautiful uh, military base and uh, all those who uh, work so hard and so close. But uh, I'm worried about, about not just us, but community as a whole. So Franny's gone and Rutherford, I don't know where he went. May have let that one slip a little bit. Yeah, he uh, he went off as well. Um, he said he needed to uh, distract uh, any of the local law enforcement from our presence. So I think he, he did just that. And where's Boone? Mm, and I'll turn to you and I'll say Boone left. Boone, uh, he couldn't. I think Boone needed to go and find out how to be okay again. I think uh, when he drank, it it hurt him really badly. And I think when he saw the what, what it did to me, um, he's a good, good man. And I think maybe he just needed a chance to go out and find a way to be okay again. I think this is, we were never meant to get caught up in any of this, Joe. We, we, we were going to a magic show. We were gonna go see a magic show with Richard. We were never supposed to be part of any of this. We just got caught up in it. And it's, it's killing off people that we've come to care about and they're gone. Every time I turn around, someone else is gone. So since I have my hand on Cully's hand, I'm just going to grab it and pull him up. And assuming, Cully, you'll come along through the living room and back into the hallway so that we can talk privately. Sure. Okay. Cully, it's just us. What are we going to do? When you say you're going to leave, what do you mean? Where will you go? How? I'm not going You won't back. go back to your family. I'm not going back to the Straits, but there's a lot of other towns. I'm old enough to get a job. I can find another high school to go into. Richard taught me about education and I'm gonna honor him by getting an education. Rutherford said he thought I was smart enough and I believe him. Rutherford's the smartest person I ever met. So I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get a job. And just like you did, I'll work in a store if I have to. And I'm going to put myself through school. And I'd, I want you to come with me. I think that we can, we can just get away from this and we can go someplace safe and get as far away from that army base as we can. And just remember all the people that, that, that aren't with us anymore. Cully, I can't. I can't, I can't go away. I never wanted to come back here. But now that I'm here, I feel like I can't leave. 
because this is the closest I've ever come to finding out anything that related to, to my family, to the death of my parents, to my friend. I mean, Richard knew Hans, like they corresponded, they knew each other. And, and Franny knew of him too, and Rutherford, like, I just never imagined that, that there might be a chance that I could actually explain what happened past just my own Just there it, might be something more than my own horrible mistake. Is it worth your life? Is it is an answer worth your life? Because that's what it's going to cost you. You might have an answer, but you're also going to lose your life. And I'm not going to watch that happen. I care about you too much to watch you die. You don't know that I'll die. Everyone's died. But if Everyone's I could know gone. the answer, I mean, I don't even, I don't know if it would be worth it to lose that chance and, and just assure my safety because I I don't even now that I've opened this door I don't know how I can continue to just pretend it's not there I have to pursue this I got it I'm gonna go to Santa Fe and when I get to Santa Fe I'll send a letter to this address telling them where I am. And if you check back here, eventually, if you make it, you'll see where I am and then you can come find me. Um, as, as he says that, Joe, you look uh, over, you're, you're kind of looking past Cully and you see, the, you see into the bedroom where Carly had pushed the bed uh, across the room earlier for Rutherford and clearly you see kind of the safe sitting in the middle of the floor and you're feeling the weight of the keys in your hand I'm probably remembering the keys on the table I don't think I grabbed everything and took it with me okay all right then uh you're 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 looking at them and making that kind of connection the keys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kali, that's a really good idea. You should you should send a letter here. I mean, if you have to go, I understand why you want to go. And I'm so sorry that I can't go with you. I just don't. And then I look past him at the safe. I don't think I can... lose this chance to find answers. 
maybe I'll stay here. Maybe I can stay with Carly. She seems connected to the situation. Well, she's Richard's sister. I mean, she seems like really calm and accepting of some really strange things. Yeah, she's too close to all this, though. Something's going to happen. There's just, there's something going on, and it's, there's no way out of it. If you stay, you're not going to be safe. But if, if somehow you make it through, come find me. And I'm going to give you a big hug. And I'm going to just pull out of the hug and just walk on out and I'll stop it, Sam. And I'll say, Mr. Wagoneer, thank you for the offer, but I've, I've got to go. I've got to get as far away from all this as I can. So I've got a teeny bit of money from Richard and I'm going to get on a bus and I'm going to Santa Fe. But if you can keep Joe safe, if you can help her to solve her problems and get the answers she needs, then maybe you can help her get safely to me. So you made an offer, which was really nice. And I'm going to ask a favor in return, which is help keep her safe and help her find her answers. And I'll I, reach out and shake your hand. And I'll shake it. And I'll uh, say like, she's, she's my own kin. And uh, you're welcome anytime up at the Wagoneers. You always got a home. And uh, I'll... Uh, uh, if if I've got, uh, I should have some money on me, but I'll give you, uh, I, I will say, I think probably 20 bucks. That should be a lot of money and a fair yeah. amount. Yeah. I will. And then I'll, as I'm holding it, I'll say, would you like, would you want to ride to a, a train station? You you could also join up with Boone and have the adventures of Cully and Boone. That's a whole separate, <laughs> no, we won't, we won't do that. But I'll hand it my, but I'll offer if you need a ride. I say thank you. I, I want to walk. I know where it is. We saw it on our way into town. Okay. It's not that far. And I think the walk-in's going to help me. So okay. thank you, Mr. Wagoneer. And I'll and say, then, and, uh, and, and there is the uh, scholarship fund uh, by that chicken man. It's uh, for uh, the youth that love chicken and don't read so good. And uh, if you would love, it's sponsored by the Polays, and that is what I heard. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, All right. And uh, there is a voice from the back of the room as you're kind of saying your goodbyes, and it's Carly's, and, and she says, uh, Carly, I know how much Richard adored you, and maybe right before you should go, we should take a look in that safe and see if he left anything for you. And with that, uh, we're going to take a break. All right. All right. Everybody take five. We will be back in a few. Okay. We're back from break. Michael, get us going again. Uh, Joe, let me take you back to the room here. Why don't you take your keys? Okay. I was in the hallway and the keys are in the kitchen. I well, was just she, sorry. She was she was cleaning though. Remember, you left her cleaning, so yeah. she saw you, and and she's she's picking them up and she's kind of handing them to you. Oh, okay. This. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
you're going to be all right on your own, Joe? Do you want, I'm happy to accompany if we're worried about anything. Sam, she's safe with me. Thank you for asking, though. Oh, all right. Very well. I'll sit back down here and have a coffee. Carly, one of these keys, these keys are from Franny. I know. I know. Okay. Um, do you think that this key that we found in Richard's house might open that safe? I think so, child. I think so. We should look. Kali, you should come along. Oh, yeah. I'm right there because she said that I should. I was about yeah. to leave and yeah. I was called back to see what's in the safe for me. So, yep, okay. I'm definitely I'm right there with you. Uh, Keeper, can I just do a psychology role or insight or something on do I do I have any misgivings about her? Sure, you can make a role. Alternative motives or something about there seems there's some irony. There's some irony in this role. Huh. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. Ooh, Which... I got a 13. Uh I'm gonna burn a couple points of luck and make a psychology roll. Okay. Uh so she feels so authentic to you. And from everything that you've observed while she's been in the house, uh, you wouldn't have any reason to suspect otherwise. Her right. directness towards you being a function of her nature towards protecting the children. You wouldn't gotcha. have any reason to suspect unless you had the own the darkness in your own heart. And you're reflecting it out. What I'm putting say, it out there. Burning, burning luck in a campaign—that's risky. I don't even know how you get luck back. That just—it it was like a point, two points. It was very yeah. minimal. Yeah, if okay. your name's Sam, you don't need that luck. Nope. You make your own luck. Sam Gallus, Deadshot, Wagoneer. Um, okay. That's fine. All right, and so um, she takes you back, Joe. Uh, to the bedroom that you were kind of looking in and you see, you see everything that Rutherford saw before, right? The scrape marks in the floor and those types of things. Mm -hmm. Well, looking at Carly to get her visual approval, like a nod or a go ahead or something like that. Um, she, she's kind of looking at you like I've brought you this far. I'd like to try the key in that lock. I think that's a good idea. I try the key in the lock. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so uh, it's a, you turn it and it, there's just this rush of adrenaline in your heart and Cully, you're feeling the same thing, right? This, these are the last kind of unknowns of Richard in your mind, right? Like Richard, it's been implied that Richard left this safe and and this key was with him and it's kind of bubbling up this anticipation inside you with what could possibly be in there. And Joe, that key feels really heavy as you turn it, right? You can almost feel the tumblers kind of cranking back into the lid mm -hmm. and there's a, a heavy handle that raises up and it takes all of your might this is the the lid itself probably weighs like 45 50 pounds as you as you pull it up and off and it's just a I'm kind of waif like cully can you help <laughs> yeah i'll help you with whatever you need 
Okay. And so even Kali, as y'all are working together, right? This feels really intense as you as you pull it off. And it's just a straight cylinder down. And on top is a sealed white envelope. And you can see that there's stuff below this envelope. I'd like to lift the envelope out and see if there's anything written on the outside. It's it's completely blank. Okay. Well, so I'll turn and look both at Kali and at Carly and say, I don't know what this is, but it's not mine to open and just hold it out. And and Carly looks back at you and she looks at Kali and and she says, he didn't leave a key for me. Then I'll proffer it to Kali. Yep, I'll reach out and I'll take it. Okay. Um, and, you know, pretty nervously, but I'll open the envelope and okay. look inside. Okay. And uh, so... Uh, Wayne, you want to open it? Yeah, go ahead and open oh. it. It does see something Wait. on the I was hoping here. I'd get to open mine. Is that important? <laughs> that was just so if you had a pile of envelopes at your own house, you would be able to distinguish it. Oh. So this has been sitting here for, what, a couple months? Yeah, it's been like two months since since we got them. Sitting on a nightstand right next to us. Completely unopened. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you got to go at Cully's direction here. I'll, I'll leave it at Cully. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to open it up and I'm reading it out loud. <clears throat> okay. So I'm not hiding anything. Dear. Oh, boy. Handwriting. <laughs> Dear F and R. Yeah. Sorry. Say it again. What were the letters? Dear F and R. S as in sun. Franny. No, F as, as in, in Franny. Franny. F as in F as in Franny. Okay, Franny. Okay. And R. Please don't hold this against me as you read this. I'm certain I'm no longer in a place to make apologies. I hold this secret as long as I could. I held this secret as long as I could, but it has caught up with me now. Unfortunately, it is now your burden. Give the envelope of cash to Jane. Jane. She and Millie need to go. No matter what they say, I never betrayed any government either side. I was an agent of truth, failed though I did. I can't believe in hindsight they ever hired me. Though it may have been easier for them to keep tabs on me. R, all I can say is you were right all along. Trust no one. F, though you seek the answers, I increasingly believe you don't want to know them. If there is anything left, my house goes to C. I'm sure you both understand. I recommend you destroy the documents here. I needed them if I was ever to return. Getting caught with them would be damning. The rest is for you. It was always meant to be my security, but obviously that has failed. Don't make it your final li liability too. Always yours truly, Dimitri 
parentheses, Richard. P.S. If you're not the intended party, please burn this, or may your vodka rot your blood. And, and, and yeah, I'll go ahead. Go ahead, Cully. Um, I'm my eyes are on the part about the house going to me, and my jaw is sort of on the floor, and I just hand the letter like I just sort of reach to hand the letter over as I'm contemplating what that means. And who I mean, do you, you got a lot of to? fucking cleaning to do? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just sort of holding it out. Okay. And uh, so Carly will take it from you. And, I'm gonna... and she, she holds it in front of her and she says, well, I guess you know our real names now. Oh. <laughs> who is uh i know jay is for jane what's who's r rutherford, rutherford. Fran, f was franny r was rutherford c was cully and then there was uh jane oh, yeah jane and who millie 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 but it's millie, millie, millie must millie. go leave uh, leave i think it out mm. yeah mm. The line says, uh, "Give the give this give the envelope of cash to Jane. She and Millie need to go." Mm. Uh, okay. Yep. Got it. And so, as you look down into this safe, Joe, uh, there's several things. There's uh, a couple of folders that look like dossiers. Um, one of them has Franny's photo on the front. The other has Rutherford's photo on the front. Um, below that, there's still more items. Well, before I go through the safe, I would just ask what's going on because I haven't seen the letter yet. Um, I think no, Kelly read it, Kelly read it he, out loud. He read it out, I read loud. It out loud. Oh, I read it to everybody. So you heard. Yeah, what that's heard. that's why she said. Now you know. Oh, okay, I, I thought he handed you know it to her. Name. She read it, yeah. and she was like, "Oh, now you know our names. Got it." So, I, okay. so, Jane, what did he mean? You've got to go. Is he telling you to run away? I'm not going anywhere. That 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 fool. I I don't know what he got himself into, but we're fine here, and we're not going anywhere. But I, I know that he was very close to you, Cully, and his house is yours. Jane, do you think I being in Richard's house without Richard and, and being in Albuquerque, I just. It's I yours, Cully. I don't know if I can do it. And I'm wondering if this would work. Can you help me sell it? And I could use the money to pay for college. Cully, I'd love to help you sell it, but I'm afraid that might put me in a compromising position. But I bet you that somebody will help you sell it. Yep. Sam is a realtor in his spare time. <laughs> <laughs> and, Someone... and, 
and there are there's there's a deed to the house uh tucked into this letter um that's already signed by richard over to you so so you have all the legal documents you would need okay. to sell it um she's just like i can't that's not a that's not a position i can put myself in all right so uh Kali's gonna say well i think i'm gonna go back to albuquerque and i'll decide if i want to think sell you mean los alamos keep it uh, los alamos sorry. oh good it, sorry it, miss morgan uh, i'll go to los alamos and i'll decide if i want to keep it or not and then um joe i'll either be there or more likely i'll sell it and i'll go on to santa fe but one well, way you know Kali, in... los alamos is a lot closer to abiquiu i know but there's too much there i don't know i can't decide i'll let you know right i'm gonna turn to jane and say jane when i decide what i'm gonna do is it okay if i send you a note and then you can let joe know because this seems like a safe house and and she nods to you and she says oh. she says the only thing Kali, make sure you use the carly name please okay carly Kali, i didn't even ask yet carly i was wondering if i could stay here for a little while my home's open to you joe you're welcome here as long as you need. I and just as, have so as, many questions. And as long as it's safe. Because I have to see what what Richard has stirred up. If the hornets are coming or if he was as paranoid as I think he was. But I have to tell you first that before, I mean, I thank you, but I just have to tell you that I can't be seen here as myself. Um, I, Say how more. long have you lived here? Say no more, child. Say no more. If anybody understands that statement, I do. Do you, do you know who I am? I don't know who you are, and you don't know who I am. And that's okay. I'd like to stay here. I'll make you a bed. I can help. You know, I can, I can clean and I can watch Stephanie and I can, as long as, as long as what you ask is in the house, I can help you. We'll work it out. Okay. Thank you. So I'm going to say my last goodbyes, put the deed in my, I don't know, I'm, I, I have a bag, right? Because it's where my, I keep my notebook and my pencils mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So I'm going to put that uh, in there and uh, make sure my rock is safe. And I'm going to say sort of final goodbyes and then I'm going to go. Okay. And instead of going to Santa Fe, uh, I'll go back to Los Alamos to tie things up. So, write me. I will. Sam's making lip shapes. 
Does anybody tell Sam? Sam's just hey, hunkering in the kitchen. He's just having a cup of Joe coffee. Coffee would make sure there's no misnomers there. Can, <laughs> can, can, you, can you make a constitution oh. check on that coffee you're drinking? Don't do I made a fresh pot. Don't do this to oh god. Really? Oh yeah. Is there a little bit of uh eyeball like humorous floating in there, maybe? Stop. It's I, I gotta uh, I made a hard success. Okay. All right. Just just checking in. What does that mean? I'm just checking in. All right, so you're in the kitchen drinking your coffee. <laughs> Why are you well, Cully probably you? passes you on the way out. Yeah, and I said Cully. Time. Kelly, are you on your way back to uh, Santa Fe? Mm, yeah, I've got to stop over on Los Alamos first, but then I'm going to go. You so wanna, thank you, you Mr. Need... Wagoneer. Remember your promise. Uh, of course. Do you need a ride to, now that your plans have changed? No, I'll still go to the bus stop. I need time. All right. I guess you don't need as much money, so can I have that $20 <laughs> back? Because uh... I run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a house. I have a struggling farm. Hey, you, you don't know he has you a house. Don't know that. <laughs> yeah, cheap bastard. I so, need to get my kid a blue bicycle. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, so, I, uh, so, I so say, Joe is going to head back out to the kitchen okay. because that letter from Franny is still sitting on the table and she has not forgotten about it. Though she did go away to talk to Cully. Okay. And uh, as you walk out, you hear Carly taking the bed and sliding it back across the floor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Sam, I am at the table picking up my letter. You find what you were looking for there, Joe? I just, I had to talk to Kali. I had to figure out what was going on. And I think I'm going to stay here for a while. With Carly. And Stephanie. Mm -hmm. And what are the next, uh, Bill? Did the paperwork, your letters, the key... They provide any guidance on who may be causing this disruption in our fair town? Well, I haven't read my letter yet. I just read the outside. I don't know if I'm quite ready to read Franny's last words, but she said I could trust you. <sighs> that you can. I just got to think I got a family back home. I'm willing to stake this out a little bit. I may need to check in periodically. I mean, go to your family. You don't have to stay with me. I just might like to know that you're around if if unforeseen things happen, I guess. Mm, it's fair. I can come check in on you, and if you need something, you know my number and where to find us. But I, uh, I still think something seems afoot, and well, I'm willing to help you get to the bottom of it. I made a promise. Well, that's why I'm staying because there are things that 
I really need to know the answers to. And I think I can find those answers here. Very well. Was there any large amounts of money? Because I have this bike I have to buy. No, uh, so so that's um, yeah, that's that's fair there, Joe. But uh, there's a telephone, I presume, keeper at this place, maybe. Make a luck roll. Me, me, me? okay. Yeah, you. I'm asking for it. Yeah. Uh, because I burned those two points of luck earlier, <laughs> it actually just came to bite me in the ass. <laughs> wow, that was you quick. You might want to leave your address instead of your phone number. I don't know That's if I can make to... calls here. Does Carmen normally, normally come back that quickly? It was really quick. <laughs> really fast. <laughs> it was like... super quick. I what can't could even... you have possibly done to Karma to make it come back that I quick? I can't believe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Too many options. Uh, that was an alternate time stream. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah, the darkest you're... timeline. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even need the hard success that you burned it for. Yeah, great. So happy. So, uh, uh, fair, fair point. Well, you know where I live, actually. You know my address. We've, we've been out there. Well, although I was there once, I don't actually remember the street and the numbers, so it would be really great if you could write it down to be safe. Hmm. And, I'll, and I'll write down the numbers in one spot and, like, the, the street name in another, either, okay. like, you know, underneath the table on one and then, you know, in the fireplace in another. I mean, just trying to break them up so that, you know, they're not readily sort of connected. And so Joe at least knows where they are, if that makes sense. That's, yeah, not, that makes that's sense. not weird at all. And uh, I'll gather, I suppose, the rifle that uh, Franny would have had there in the house. Mm -hmm. uh, I would use some cloths, rags, make sure it's cleaned without touching anything. I'd make sure I grab some dishwashing gloves and uh, get any uh, Rutherford bits out of it. Out did of it. you, did you, I'm just curious because, you know, presumably oh Franny wasn't that unbloodied when you took her out of the back of the truck and then when you moved the burlap and you know what I, let's have, I let's dragged say, her by the burlap I was very specific about that uh -huh. you, you did help they, her yeah, down onto the burlap from a gunshot wound by the back by the shoulders your wound was up front for what it's worth yeah. it, was, it was through and through yeah it was through and through I didn't help I mean, you down on that. I would have avoided the wound. That's the whole point of, of this. Is he was trying, there's there's just logically, he's not going to like try and contaminate himself. Could, is my could point. we see how karma does with your second Don't do luck this. roll? <laughs> Don't do this. Yeah, I think so. You're kind of retconning, and I, you know, we just we went with it. Oh, no, 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 it's legitimate. The story's just I can make the roll for you. Here, I'll do nah, the roll for it, you. Let's see how I roll. You should do it with the dice I touched. Uh, 59 and I have a 64 now Ooh. okay just checking in we okay we're good all right do you read those the right way around sure it's on 95 <laughs> that'd be a lot more fun <laughs> it'd be a lot better if you did <laughs> for for who uh so sam uh sam uh moses uh gathers his things makes it the clean says goodbye to uh carly 
Carly. I've known her all of like five seconds, to be frank. She's really Jane, though, right? Yeah. So, yes. So I don't get mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Jane and Millie. Yeah. But for what it's worth, Sam never heard those names. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Only Cully and Joe did. Okay. Yep. So I'll say, uh, Miss Carly, uh, I hear Joe's going to be uh, hunkering down here for a little bit. Uh, should you or your little one need anything, uh, I'll be up in uh, uh, Los Alamos. I uh, made a promise to uh, Franny to look after her. And uh, should you need to skedaddle for your own safety, uh, uh, just uh, you know, give me a if the way you can't give me a call, just give me a send send me a send me a, a Pony Express letter a letter a letter or, or send her on the bus. I mean, you, and, you uh, could leave your number. There are other train. phones that exist outside. I suppose of the house. I could, and so I will leave my number. Well, that's broken. assuming <laughs> Sam has a phone. She that's do true. A luck roll. <laughs> no, we know. We, we know, know Sam, Sam has, has a phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how we his poor son Sam found out he wasn't getting a bicycle. That's, oh, that's, that's right. Oh, of course. That's canon. That's canon now. That's right. We can't rick on that far. <laughs> so, uh, so Sam will leave his phone number, but he will break it up. Uh, between three and four digits. Let's say uh, around the post of the stairs. Are there stairs? Why are you no writing stairs? all over the house? <laughs> could, could you have asked for paper? <laughs> How is giving a phone number such a complicated affair? Like... The longest part of our final episode is Rick saying goodbye. It's uh, we, we, <laughs> This all guy's right, been right. around for four minutes. It's like, and let me tell me, let me tell you how much I'm gonna miss you. All right, I will leave my number then in full, but I will leave it with one digit higher on each number slot and tell them to to subtract okay. one. How's that? So, that sounds good. Is that sure. fair? It's sure. a code. It's a code. And I stop laughing, Cody. You're halfway to. He doesn't want it to fall into the wrong hands and have people crank call him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. Your vehicle warranty is expiring soon. Uh, yeah, that started way back then. <laughs> and there was just one guy calling the number. Uh, fair warranty. Fair enough. So I, I'll ask if uh, they need anything else. And then uh, if not, I'll, I'll hop in my, my uh, car. I don't have any money from this, though. I'll just ask if there's any. Do you guys have any payment? I I, I was told that I may get paid for my help here, and I have a I have a very demanding and expecting wife. You're help. doing so well. You are doing so well. Um, is that in game? Because if so, Joe's jaw is just gonna drop. <laughs> I'm heading out. I'm heading out. I'm getting in the car. Getting in the car and going. <laughs> How much does a bike cost in 1940? Probably like two bucks. Yeah, you gave him a pants load of cash when you gave him 20 bucks. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of money. All right, so then I think we'll we'll close out there with Sam pulling out of the driveway and Joe. And uh, we'll keep it simple here, Carly, talking to each other uh, in the front of the house, like maybe making a bed for you or something like that. 
in the, in the little girl's room so that you both have a bed together. Uh, and then the camera will cut away uh, from that moment of y'all and it will pan underneath the bed kind of down into the safe where the there's these reels of uh, supposedly like 16 millimeter film and the dossiers and a couple of other little items that aren't exactly discernible. Um, and then we'll close out there. That is going to do it for us tonight. And that is going to do it for season two of Under the Library. When we see you again, we will be starting off the journey in season three. But in the same time frame and um, in the same general location. There might be some new characters. There might be some returning characters. Who knows? We will find out next time. Until then, you can find us online at Under the Library on Instagram, Under the Library, Twitter, Under the LIB. So for me, for Michael, for Rick, for Chris, for Emily, Wayne, and Scott, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. How is giving a phone number such a complicated affair? I guess you don't need as much money, so can I have that $20 back? Oh, no! Is there a bike out in the garage? Was there any large amounts of money? Uh, can I return some of your bottles of cans? I don't have any money from this, though. I'll just ask if there's any. Do you guys have any payment? I, I, I was told that I may get paid for my help here. Is there any reason for me to kill everybody in the living room? <laughs> you guys are the absolute worst sometimes. I don't know. I think he's starting to slowly open up like an onion. Gross. It's a sure. code. <laughs> it's a code. Me? Me? Okay. Yeah, you. I'm asking for it. Yeah. Okay. Just checking in. We okay? We're good. All right. Good times, man.